The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into another edition of the Arrowhead Pride Report. I am Steven Serta. It is Monday, November 13th. We are fresh and rested off of a Chiefs bye week. So it's been a little quiet around the Kansas City Chiefs as everybody was taking time off this past weekend. Just enjoying football and enjoying the AFC turmoil as the Kansas City Chiefs improve their standings over the bye. So let me welcome in the leader of Arrowhead Pride, Pete Sweeney. Uh, Sweeney, things couldn't have gotten much better for the Kansas City Chiefs on their off week in week 10 of the NFL season. Yeah, I don't know if it was, uh, was karma or what, Steve, but it really seemed like the Chiefs uh, benefited from the rest of the AFC and, and some of the scheduling you entered the week where you don't even have a game and a couple teams have two losses with you right at the top you know you're tied tied for the record we're still working on the the rest of the schedule here and those two teams the baltimore ravens and jacksonville jaguars put up losses and so you end up not having to play a game and regaining control of your own destiny so to speak i know that we're a long ways away out now. You know, there's still eight games to play, but it's got to be a good feeling knowing that, hey, if you just win, you'll have that lone AFC buy. Uh, and maybe it's a little early to be talking about that, but uh, the Chiefs now have control uh, once again as they saw uh, a couple AFC teams lose. And as, as we stand this morning, I just wrote this for Arrowhead Pride, uh, the Buffalo Bills and Cincinnati Bengals are out of the top seven in the AFC. So it's it's <laughs> something where... We did not think that uh, that would be the case, uh, but it's reality uh, as of right now halfway through the NFL season. Yeah, it just couldn't have gone much better for the Kansas City Chiefs as you know, Travis Kelsey's probably working his way back from Argentina. I'm sure you, know, you saw over the weekend, I know Chiefs fans were really excited about him being at Taylor Swift's show and right. you know, Patrick Mahomes is traveling, going to games over the bye week, but we know that they will be locked in for this week's matchup. It's a Monday night football Super Bowl rematch against the Philadelphia Eagles, who are also coming in fresh off of their bye week. And the Chiefs open as two and a half point favorites against the Eagles. I would imagine that's going to slim down a little bit as the week goes, because I, I truly believe as you know, we're just taking our, our first sneak peek at this matchup. Um I think this has a chance to be the best game of the NFL season. Like we saw what these two teams did against each other in the Super Bowl. And they are both right there uh, again this season, just at the top of the standings in both of their conferences. 
Yeah, it'll be a, a good game. And I, I think a lot of times, Steve, we see these big time games booked uh, as the year begins before the year begins in the summer and you circle a few and you, you know, you think they're going to be good. And then sometimes you get there and one of the teams is not living up to expectations, but halfway through the year, the NFL schedule makers were fortunate in that this clearly looks like the best, most consistent team in the AFC. And I, I think you could say the same thing about the Philadelphia Eagles. They both had bye weeks this past week um, to kind of give them fair and, and equal rest. And we know about Andy Reid's history with the Eagles. We know about his success after the bye. And we have seen the Eagles really have a pretty much perfect season other than their slip up against the New York Jets. And the Chiefs know about that. That was not an, an easy win for Patrick Mahomes and company. Uh, and so you have a, a matchup on primetime last game of week 11, where it really is going to feature the top two teams in the NFL. And I think not only are people in Kansas City and the Philly metro area going to be watching this one, I feel like the entire uh, league's fans will be tuned in because it's going to be that big of a game. And it really is this week is uh, a huge playoff implication week across the NFL is uh, we open things up on Thursday night football with the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. And, you know, we mentioned the slip ups from some of these other teams in the AFC and the Cincinnati Bengals fall to the sneaky Houston Texans in CJ Stroud, who continues to put together one of the most significant rookie quarterback seasons that we've ever seen. And all of a sudden, you got to worry uh, about th this Texans team uh, a little bit as they're sneaking up on the Jacksonville Jaguars and they pull off a huge win against the Cincinnati Bengals team. And now it, it gets tough where there's this huge AFC North matchup on Thursday night. And both of these teams could be staring at two consecutive losses if, if they can't pull off a win. It's just it's another massive AFC matchup on Thursday and it could play really well into the chiefs favor before uh, they uh, have the week 11 finale on Monday night football. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's just amazing you know, where the conference has sort of gone here where you don't know who's legitimate and who's not uh, at this stage. I think there are a handful of contenders uh, that you look at in the AFC, but then, you know, you get through this week game like that. I was really intrigued by the Bengals. I thought they were really coming on. Joe Burrow was finally healthy. And now you have the Houston Texans team with C.J. Stroud playing like the clear offensive rookie of the year uh, and not is able to knock them off. And so I think you're dealing with a, a league that is largely unpredictable. And I think there, this this past weekend was a perfect example. And who knows what the AFC, to your point, uh, is going to look, look like by the time we get to that game because there's going to be a whole other series of games that happen Sunday even before the 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 Chiefs and, and the Eagles start their, their contest. Yeah, the Jags get absolutely dominated 34 to 3 by the San Francisco 49ers. And no, not yeah, not good. Not good for the the, the Jaguars. Um, or anyone who has said that the Jaguars could be the team that the Chiefs face makes <laughs> And all of a sudden, this Houston Texans team that's led by their rookie head coach and their rookie superstar quarterback or five and four, and they look like they're a well-balanced team on both sides of the ball that can give you some problems. So the Texans are, are have a chance to really surprise some people here down the stretch if they continue to put this thing together. The Miami Dolphins were also on by, so no game from them this week. Uh, they've got a game against the Raiders, who all of a sudden, after taking down the Jets on Sunday night football in what was just an awful, awful 16-12 to 12 football game, but the Raiders all of a sudden – Five and five, number two in the AFC West with the Chargers falling to four and five after a devastating loss to the Detroit Lions. And, you know, it, it just 
the the Chiefs have already been dominant in the AFC West, and the Raiders have put together back to back wins after firing their head coach. But everything continues to fall into place. I think the only team that we're really worried about in the AFC West was the Chargers that could actually be like a legitimate problem for the Chiefs moving forward. And Los Angeles just continues to fall short. They're they're sitting at four and five right now. And Justin Herbert absolutely balled out against the Lions yesterday, but just coaching mistakes, their defense can't stop anybody, just couldn't put Ooh. enough together. And they fall to four and five, and they are in true jeopardy of missing the postseason if they don't put something together here down the stretch run. Yeah, the three most intriguing teams, and they're all in the playoffs as we talked this morning, are the Steelers, Browns, uh, and Texans. Because I, I think we looked at the league uh, before the season was, were, was underway, and, and we kind of assumed the Chiefs, Ravens, Jags, Dolphins, the Bengals, and Bills would be there. We thought the Chargers would be there. Prior to the injury to Aaron Rodgers, we thought the Jets could be in that mix. But the truth of the matter is if, if all three were to make the playoffs, or at least two of the three, Steelers, Browns, and Texans, there's going to be one of these organizations, two of these organizations, that'll be in an utter disappointment. Because if those, those teams are making it, that means that these – preseason contenders two of them are going to be out on the outside looking in so it's becoming really really fascinating and the Steelers have always found a way to win they're always uh, I think playing spoiler right now the Browns look like they could have one of the better defenses uh, in the NFL and I, I think the the Texans are this this wild card where uh, you know no one really gave them any credit heading into the NFL season but they to me look like a team where maybe they get in as a seven or a six, and it's just that team that you don't really want to play because that's going to be the ultimate case of house money. And C.J. Stroud, you know, let's be clear here, is is not only, to me, looking like one of the the better rookie uh, quarterbacks that we've seen in a long time. He, he looks to be among the, the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL at, at this point. And, again, he's a rookie. We'll see if that uh, ends up keeping up. But to me, uh, two things happened over the weekend, you know, for, for uh, Kansas City fans. A, the Chiefs regained control, which which was a very good thing. But B, what becomes a little bit scarier is I, I think there are real contenders here that maybe we weren't even considering uh, heading into the season. And it's going to make it for a fascinating conference to watch uh, as we go. Yeah, and I think the most impressive thing about C.J. Stroud this season is that he's doing it with a, a wide variety of characters on his offense. Like, who knew Noah Brown had this in him? Right. <laughs> like, Noah Brown's been playing absolutely out of his mind, and C.J. Stroud's just creating things outside of the pocket, even, even when the protection's there, even when the offense fails. Like, he's just having a remarkable season. So the Houston Texans are a team that should be taken very seriously and we should keep an eye on, and... You know, the Buffalo Bills take on the Denver Broncos tonight. Obviously, the Bills looking for a big win after their loss against the Cincinnati Bengals last week. And I don't think the Bills are in jeopardy of losing this game to the Broncos or anything tonight. Like that would be one of the biggest upsets of the entire NFL season. But when you look at the Bills schedule and we talk about the current standings in the AFC and what this projected playoff picture could look like, you know, the Bills sitting at five and four right now, they've got the Jets. uh Next week, which, you know, you think, OK, well, they should dominate the Jets. Well, the Bills already lost to the Jets this season. Then they've got the Eagles, Chiefs and Cowboys like that four game stretch is absolutely brutal for the Buffalo Bills, who are kind of reeling right now. Like it, it's not unrealistic to think that if the Bills can't get this thing together and, and go on a run here, 
they could absolutely miss the playoffs. And that would be insane for a team that is supposed to be a legitimate contender in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of my point here. You know, I, I think we have walked into week eight, week nine and week 10. And, you know, we thought we knew who the contenders and who the playoff teams were going to be in the AFC. Now you suddenly see it, it's ultra competitive and you might have 10 teams that are, could be legitimate playoff teams just vying for the seven spots. And it, you're, you're right. If you slip up and you let this kind of get out of hand, uh, suddenly it's going to be out of your hands and you're going to need things breaking your way. And I, I think you're right. Like, I do think the Bills win tonight, but would I be completely stunned if this Denver Broncos team, who has looked a little bit better as we go, um, you know, made it scary for the Bills or, you know, shocked, shocked them and, and were able to, to get a victory? I mean, we saw that um, with the Chiefs and the Broncos a few weeks ago. I know the Chiefs made a lot of mistakes, but it's not like the Bills are coming out each and every week looking like these world beaters. You know, they, too, make mistakes. They, too, have had injuries on, on defense where they've looked weaker in spots that we thought that they would be strong. So I'm really intrigued by this Monday night game. You know, I, you know, I talked about house money when it comes to the Houston Texans. Like, what did the Denver Broncos have to, to really lose? You know, they're still trying to, to build and, and rebuild under Sean Payton and trying to, trying to get Russell Wilson right um, and all that. And I just feel like there's so much pressure on Buffalo to win this game. We'll see how they respond. Yeah, it would be absolutely fascinating if they lost this game tonight. I don't think that's going to happen, but uh, it's the, the Buffalo Bills got a lot of work to do to make sure they stay in this playoff hunt and make sure that they have a chance to even compete in the AFC this season. But he's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. I'm Steven Sir. That's where you can find me. I want to let you guys know, no Arrowhead Pride editor show today. It's still the bye week. We're still kind of getting caught up and, and figuring things out for this week, but we'll have plenty of coverage for you ahead of Monday night football against the Philadelphia Eagles. We'll hear from Andy Reid later on this afternoon and kind of get just a bye week update. Probably not much on the as far as the injury report goes. That'll be out later this week at arrowheadpride.com, so make sure you stay locked in there. But uh, other than that... Uh, everything worked out well for the Chiefs in week 10 on their bye week. We head into week 11 with a, a massive Monday night football matchup against the Eagles. And we'll have plenty of stuff to talk about all throughout the week right here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network. We'll talk to you guys then. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this. High-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.